Hello, this is the Embodied Performance Podcast, Episode 10. I'm Nick Markey of Beach Barbell, Wilmington, North Carolina, physical therapy, performance training, and soon-to-be gym. Reach out if you need anything. Today we're going to be talking about nibbling around the edges, what this means when it's a helpful strategy and maybe when it's a strategy that isn't as helpful. And then an update for um, September. So, what does it mean by, what do I mean by nibbling around the edges? This could oftentimes refer to when you see someone eating and they're just eating a little bit around the edges, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Um, Maybe picking at their food, barely, looks like they barely have eaten anything. Maybe there's part of the food that they don't really like. Um, So they just kind of gradually eat around that, um, avoiding that food. What this means from a real world sense or practical sense would be maybe you're doing a bunch of tasks around the thing that is hard or that you're trying to avoid. So this could be a helpful strategy when maybe you are having pain with certain things um, or you're trying to recover from an injury. For instance, maybe you hurt your back and, you know, there's certain moves that really bother it, you know, are really painful. So instead of just trying to do those moves over and over and over, um, maybe instead you try other tasks, um, movements around it, you know, that are more tolerable. And personally, that's how I more or less rehabbed my back when I heard it in physical therapy school. Um, there were, it was stiff as heck and, you know, pretty painful to try to bend it. So I essentially applied this strategy by, you know, doing more leg work, gradually working into hip work, doing more arm work, upper body work, um, some biking, stationary biking, kind of working around the issue that was really bothersome. And then over time, I was able to gradually pick at uh, the harder issue in the back as things were calming down. And I've used, utilized this strategy many times with patients over the years. You know, they had a, you know, painful area and, you know, on assessment, it just seemed way too painful to start to try to use and specific to that area. So we just started by doing other things. We worked the upper body or worked a different part of the body or adjacent areas. Um, And as things were calming down, we could gradually work our way towards that more painful area. So that could be where the strategy could be helpful you know you nibble around the edges of this hard painful thing and gradually as it's calming down you work your way back into it but I guess that's the key would be working your way back into it because 
where this strategy may go off the rails would be you don't ever go back into that area. And I've seen those patients as well. Oftentimes I see those uh, people quite a few months or years later and they've completely avoided using that area. And now we've created a situation where that area has become um, less robust, less skillful because it's just not being used. And that old saying that's probably one of the few that are true, the if you don't use it, you lose it, does tend to hold true. So in that case, they perhaps have been nibbling around the edges, but haven't quite expose themselves to that hard painful area and the when you're doing it on your own it's understandable because it's painful and hard and scary and unfortunately a lot of misinformation out there that tends to scare people away from using that part and for the theme of this week the back you see that a lot you know um Oh, you got a bad back. Don't do that. Don't use your back. You know, that those words pile up in your head and create something very ominous. So if you ever hurt your back, you know, a lot of those words and a lot of those people are going to be piping in. And unfortunately, some of those people that are piping in are going to be healthcare professionals, quote unquote experts that are going to tell you what you, you know, you shouldn't be doing this because of blah. That's a, you know a very different, you know, strategy than I would employ. Instead, I would say, Hey, look, you know, let's, let's take a look at what we're dealing with right now today and see if there's any little thing we can do with that area. You know, there's many directions. You can oftentimes move an area like the back. And if we can find at least one direction, let's start there. That's tolerable. Let's just work that for now. And then there's other parts of your body that you can start working. Um, and let's see what it's, what's tol- tolerable there too. That way you are doing something and you're not losing everything just because of that problem. So you could also see nibbling around the edges as a perhaps poor strategy with other things like... Um, You know, if you're running a a business and you're tending to focus all your time and energy on things that may really not matter a whole lot, Um, you know, things that maybe aren't that important towards improving your business's processes or systems or um, helping you find, you know, new customers or helping your, your current customers or old customers, you know, it's can be easy to go do those side things and let those, you know, take all of our, take over our time. You know, you might think of this as being just being busy and, um, maybe not necessarily that productive towards what you're trying to do with your business. And again, it's kind of has a similar psychological pinning behind it. You know, you're staring at something that's hard to do and just avoiding it because it's hard and but that hard thing may be the thing that will actually help your business 
Um, you can see it in just general health where instead of doing maybe the hard thing of if you're trying to lose weight, for instance, you know, instead of doing the hard thing and, and assessing what you do eat and, you know, like doing like a, like a meal log to see what you bring in and, and then making those gradual adjustments to, um, change, you know, a lot of people will chase all sorts of side things that may not make a whole lot of change in their health, but there may be easier to do. And then thus you follow it. Now, don't confuse that with if you are trying to make a change in diet, you know, maybe you're trying to cut back on this or that um, a little bit here and a little bit there. You know, the strategies that I've mentioned before, you know, a little bit at a time um, and making those changes as easy as possible certainly makes the long term outcome more likely. Um, But make sure that those easy things are actually contributing to what you're trying to do and not just side things that you're doing because they're easy and um, they're taking your mind away from the actual hard thing that you want to do. Um, Same thing with training. You know, I see a lot of people that don't do an ounce of strength training and it is literally one of the best things you can do. There's loads and loads of research on this. But, again, strength training at least seems hard for most people. And part of my goal is to try to make it not seem as hard. Um, So we kind of nibble around it. And, again, maybe go and do this or that side thing that's easy to do. You know, we could buy this product or buy that product or whatever. Um, And not saying that those things can't be helpful, but if, again, you're not even approaching the main hard thing or seemingly hard thing um, and all you're doing is spending your time on those easy things, then, again, you're probably utilizing the strategy not in the best way. Now, just like we've talked about in making a change, you can utilize that um, habit stacking strategy where maybe one of those easy things that you like to do, you combine it with the harder thing you like to do. So we'll say that maybe there's a certain product that you buy and you like it. And it's questionable whether it's actually changing anything, but you like it. That's fine. So maybe you say, hey, look, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I need to start doing strength training. So I'm going to do 10 air squats. That's where you just, you know, stick your hands out in front of you and sit down in air and then stand back up. And after that, those 10 air squats, I'm going to have, you know, an ounce of this product or whatever dose it is. Um, then you're stacking habits, something you like to do, Um, with something that maybe you're having a harder time getting to do, but that thing, the harder thing is probably the more important thing, but you're stacking it with your easier thing that you like to do. So then over time, you're, you start to 
kind of link it with more positive, quote unquote, easy or um, more sustainable type change. So I think that should wrap up talking about nibbling around the edges. So to give a quick recap, um, nibbling around the edges, kind of addressing things around the main hard thing, which in some instances could be good. Maybe you're recovering from pain or injury and the main hard thing is just, you know, too painful or, or difficult to handle at that moment. And so you work on other things around it. Um, whilst gradually moving towards that thing, you know, and checking it and seeing if you can do it, you know, even a little bit at a time where that strategy might be not as helpful as things like you're just doing things to be busy and that may be not actually productive, like in your daily life or business. Um, or same thing with your health, you know, if you're trying to address your nutrition or exercise and strength training, you are possibly, you know, if you're just going and doing all the side things that are questionable, whether they're changing your health much, um, but you like them and they're easy and maybe you just, you're just buying stuff and taking supplements or something and that's all you're doing versus actually putting in the effort to change. Hey, that's where the strategy might not be as helpful if you're just avoiding the hard thing. Um, so yeah, so going on this September, um, we got a few things going on. We're going to be doing an exercise charity drive. I'll set up those events. Probably we're going to do it at Hugh McRae Park um, after work. But obviously, if people want to do it at different times, I'm flexible. Um, and more details will be coming out with that. I'll set up the, the events on Meetup and Facebook and all that good stuff. Also, September... Notice from uh, the sports physio, he did his 100 squats a day challenge in uh, this past month, August, and now this next month is 100 push-ups um, a day. So I'm going to be going through that and probably taking videos and I'll post those. Um, if you are going to try the 100 push-up challenge and you push-ups are very hard for you or they you haven't done them in a long time i would recommend starting with very easy variations probably doing them on the wall first so you put your hands on the wall about chest height and do the push-ups there and then break them up into different groups maybe 10 sets of 10 and you can break them up throughout the day of course you can do a few you know a few in the morning in the afternoon and evening um break them up as you need to and then if you are if that's getting easy you can gradually work your way down maybe go to the a high table or counter and then gradually down to maybe a lower table or counter or bed or couch or whatever and then eventually if you can maybe see if you can get all the way down to the ground maybe starting on your knees and then um maybe eventually off your knees and you could mix and match you don't have to do them all in the same maybe you do you know as you're getting better at these maybe you end up doing you know eventually 20 push-ups on your knees and then that you're kind of done there and then maybe you do another you know 10 to 30 on the wall or a counter or something so you can mix it up so the goal is just to try to get 100 total throughout the day you could literally do one and then every 10 minutes or something and that eventually would add up to 100 you can do the math how that would work All right, I think this has been long enough. Again, I'm Nick Markey, Beach Barbell, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. 
phys- physical therapy training, performance training, and soon to be gym come October. More details coming out soon. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day. I think I'll still post something Labor Day. Uh, I'm still going to work that day. Why not? All right. Bye.